0: The Muscle Nerd Podcast, for everything powerlifting and sports sciences.
1: Welcome
2: to the Muscle Nerd Podcast. I'm Gus Cook, uh, head powerlifting coach of Lifters League. Um, Today we have uh, four guests. Bo, introduce yourself.
1: Hey, <laughs> um, I'm Bo. Um, Pip. We're only one um, of the strength coaches that lifted Lee. Well,
2: I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we're going to cover, we're um, uh, doing a proper recap of our lifters. We've got all our lifters here today. And uh, the topic of the day, which we'll talk about later on to, Later on is... Um, it's gonna go on over, over attempt attempt selection. Um, very crucial part of competing and a big reason why um, Bo won the competition. Um, alright, so just a so just a quick recap of um, Pro Raw So it was hello, no,
0: no, no. Lifting and Strength Sports
2: News. Is it two weeks? Three weeks. Two so it's about three best. weeks now. Um we all traveled down to Melbourne for seven days, stayed in a hotel together. The competition went over three days. We had the girls first, and we had uh, Pip and Bo first. Um, so let's go, let's introduce um, Pip and her competition. I'm just going to ask them a few questions, and um, we'll see where it goes. So talk us through your day on um, the Friday when you competed.
3: Um, yeah, it was it? Pretty good day. I first weighed in as a PR, heaviest I've ever been. Um, it made a big difference. So I, I usually have cut like six, eight kilos for comps. Um, that was a 67 class that I usually cut for. This one was I weighed in at 86 kilos, massive difference. And um,
2: well, You went straight from 67 to 80? Yeah. Skip the seventy fives. So.
3: Um. Yeah. So, weight in heavy. Started warming up. Felt pretty strong. Had a really good deload. <coughs> um. Yeah. I was, I was pretty nervous. Plenty of toilet breaks. Um, went into squats. Bo was before me. She took too long, so <laughs> I blame <Plain> me. Got <laughs> numb feet. So I was scared myself on my first squad.
2: That was a little hard that one. I I had to time it so I could watch Yeah Bo. So
3: So you Gus was wrapping me so he had to wrap me. I had to wait so he could watch Bo and then had to go out. But it was alright. I um my second one too it happened the same and I was just like, Gus it's it's happened again but he's just like go through the motions, you know what to do, just hit flare. And I did, and I didn't even really notice.
2: Training takes over.
3: Yeah. Um, so when did you end up hitting? So third squat was two thirty. Um, bench one twenty. And deadlift two seventeen, which was um, the one that I missed at national. I was pretty stoked about that.
2: How are you feeling about? How were you feeling about bench?
3: Um, I've never made massive gains in my bench. This much weight. This, I put like I hit one ten in the gym, and then got like a ten kilo pb in comp in bench, which is like not usually me make like a two point five to seven kilo pb's. Um, but yeah, I felt pretty strong.
2: And that lift was a big, big pr. Yeah. Yeah. Massive.
3: Yeah, from what we um, what we put together too, I was, I was pretty surprised we only um just did enough to peak
2: we actually attempted you attempted 217.5 at nationals at 67 kilos losing but after losing nine kilos but even after we reviewed it we think you probably even had it on that day yeah
3: i just went out
2: mm, well it was very very super maximal. something you just haven't touched before yeah. it's a bit um Um, Anything with a big jump like that, but we did it. No, we did it no matter what because we wanted to win. We secured second place. There was no need to. Yeah, it
3: wasn't. Yeah. No, but yeah, overall, probably one of my best comps. At a heavy weight.
2: Cool. Um, What's the biggest thing you've taken away from this comp? Definitely the the weight does
3: matter. Yeah. To an extent, hey, like, um, we got to a point there we had to maintain because we didn't want it to change my movement pattern or anything the weight that I was putting on. So, yeah, biggest thing was definitely let's not cut again.
2: Um, what's your plan now?
3: Um, <laughs> currently, the, taking off the training wheels, programming myself to get down to 15% um weigh about 77 kilos so I um, about 12 months to do that and I've also um, gonna have a bit of a run in football
2: so you trial you trialed out you're trialing out for it the Reds no. So, no. <laughs> you're watching you're just watching them
3: yeah, yeah. no not that good um, but yeah, just have a run. It'll be a completely different sport. I used to play touch football, so it will be good to get back to something like that for a little bit and get my body weight. Recomp a bit, and then, um, yeah, look look to next Pro-Roll and see So see what how are your traveling.
2: plans for pro 11? So I was using this Aussie and the Recomp as a stepping stone to yeah. what you might want to achieve in pro 11. So what's your what's your plans, what's your goal? bit early for looking at see where we're going to be but
3: yeah it all it all depends on how I go with this recon I guess um, I'd ideally be a lighter weight um, so 75s and try and hold the same muscle mass I had
2: cool all right let's um, move on to Bo bench queen <laughs> um, so Bo's been with me for three years, three years or so now and um, I think we've won, have we won every single comp? No, except for, except for junior, junior nationals.
4: Yeah, there's PA nationals there, like I'm second, but.
2: Um, okay, so tell us about, tell us about your day or walk us through, work us through your day.
4: Um, just woke up, was feeling pretty good, um, and then we had breakfast together and we all got down to the event. I wasn't really feeling nervous until I put my squat shoes on and then I fucking hate squats. <laughs> um, but once I got that third squat out of the way, like I, I, was, I was happy. Onto the good lifts. Um, bench and dead are my favourites. So what did you end up getting for squat? I ended on a 227. I did a bit of a rookie mistake on my first squat and forgot to do my belt up. So Gus goes, "What's wrong?" I was like, oh, I didn't do my belt up." <laughs> um, it was so slow, so was like, "Man, no, I can't fucking, I can't put a big jump on that." <laughs> but nah, I, I remembered it up for the second or third, so it was alright. Um, but yeah.
2: I think I just took the, I don't think I just took the gamble anyway and just went.
4: Yeah, you still, did, still did a pretty big jump. Because so. it was, uh,
2: I think, in my head was like, "We got no choice yet, pro raw, so yeah, you have to do a big jump."
4: Rather right, pulled it back together bench um, that
2: was massive
4: yeah s- still don't know where I pulled that from but <laughs> it's pretty awesome so when did you, you end up getting there what was the title for it so I ended up on 157 and a half and it was the longest standing Australian record I think wasn't mm-hmm. so it's 35, 35, 35 years. years record I broke which is Pretty cool. I um, got to meet Bev, the lady that I took it from, and she's a pretty cool lady. Well, besides, she put me in a headlock, but besides that, she's pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Did she cool. have a bit of a joke about you taking it off? Out? Yeah, she told me not to do it again. <laughs> um, yeah, and then on to Deads. And deads were, yeah, um, had to pull for the win, so it's pretty awesome. Um, so what did you, you end up on total? Uh, I got a 255 dead and it gave me a 640 total at also my heaviest body weight ever. Was, I think I weighed in about 103. So
2: yeah. People don't realise that's only 10 kilos off the biggest Australian total. So definitely for something in on the cards for Pro 11.
4: That's um, yeah, one of the goals, yeah.
2: So, uh, what's the biggest thing you've taken away from this comp? Um,
4: I'm not too sure. <laughs> I haven't really thought about it. Especially the same as Pip, not not worrying too much about your weight and just just going in full, going you know as strong as possible. I think um, reaps the rewards at the end of the day. Really, people get caught up. Cutting weight and
2: mm. end up. It's the aim of the game, get strong.
4: Yeah. yeah a lot of people try and treat like a bodybuilding cult. Yeah. So, everyone has different goals too, I guess, but my goal was to be the strongest, so putting. being the heaviest was to achieve
2: that goal. Isn't the aim of every game to win. Well,
4: huh.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, so what's the plan for now?
3: Bikini.
4: <laughs> um, yeah I'm gonna uh, dabble in my first bikini comp um, <laughs> no just kidding um, <laughs> probably have a bit of an off season um, probably look at doing the push pull at the end of the year um, just for a bit of fun and then straight into pro role prep after that I think cool and then what's your plans for pro Rule 11 Um, I'd like to take the all time total record that's that's probably the biggest goal for that comp.
1: He does have that record?
4: Cleo.
2: Aye. And uh, keep your title. Yeah, well, it
4: yeah, yeah. defend my title.
2: Probably be the hardest. No one ever thought they could beat Cleo. it still be, it'll still be just as hard just like any other comp. None of them have ever been predictable. So, yeah, um, he can't slacken off being no, like overly confident.
4: No, that's for sure.
2: Um, Cool. All right, uh, Kit.
3: How many muscles did you pull? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, <worried> too many. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us about your lifts and what you what you went through. Um,
5: I think it started off pretty well with we'll squat during the warm ups. Moving um, up to the first attempt. I think I made the same mistake like Sarah, I had to do my belt up in a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of felt funny during my second but just didn't take note of it. Uh, went for my third attempt. Yeah, I felt something poor but didn't really take note of it. <laughs> <laughs> just thought it was just another, just another crap. Right.
2: Yeah. Bench.
5: What um, happened bench? Oh, bench. Oh, mate. Jeez. Yeah, I started cramping up with bench. <laughs> my first attempt. <laughs> so I had to try to go flat foot. Um, second was pretty good. I felt pretty strong on my second. Um, not too sure what happened on my third, but I kind of felt it still moving on my third, but just died out. Deadlifts, yeah. I was struggling to stand on my feet, but I had to manage for it. So. Mm. Um, I moves, think moved pretty quick. The yeah. Gym, I'm not too sure what happened on my first attempt. Uh, I think we did down call. Oh. Uh, jump down call. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> 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 yeah. But I think I was pretty successful on my second. Um, yeah, I went for the 300 on my third, but I think I couldn't quite lock it out properly. It was, uh, probably because of the injury I- mm-hmm. that happened, but yeah, shit happens. <laughs> Just had to push through it, yeah.
2: Um, what do you? Uh, so what did you learn from this, this comp? Um,
5: learned a lot, actually. Um, I think I need to start doing my stretches more often. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one. Um.
3: Do you build
5: up? Yeah, I do my build up. <laughs> Down core. <call. laughs> Thumb <loose>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your plan now? Um, probably try rehab my my hamstring. Mm.
2: Stop it from uh, happening again. Yeah, so come back stronger. I so think our plan was to look at um, what are the weaknesses there so we can um, address them so they never happen again. Um, Alright, what, what's your plan for? You're planning to go back to Pro 11. Yeah. So you can come back. and So what's your plan there?
5: Oh, come back stronger. Um, try to go for the 900 total, hopefully.
2: Alright, so we're gonna do, do a bit of a reverse reverse roll. Um, um right, so questions out to you guys.
3: Take us through your day, Gus.
2: Yeah, so I didn't really uh, think it was a, uh, didn't really think much of the comp until until the actual morning. And it hadn't hit me until I pretty much wake up that morning and went, oh fuck. Um but yeah, I hadn't, before that as absolutely no nerves. I didn't think, you know, be, the football quite casual, but then the same thing happens every comp. Come into a comp and you want to shit every five minutes. Um, um, so, uh, squats, squats, um, yeah, squats felt really good. I opened on at 3.30, um, but uh, when I went for my second, I think I went for 3.50, slowed down a little bit. Um, and they got one red on depth which made me a little bit worried for the next one Bo suggested just do a 5 kilo jump but you know I wasn't there to fuck around so I went straight to the 360 tightened up my belt went tighter wraps and then it was easier than then it ended up being easier 360 ended up being easier than my than my third um, you know, there's definitely a couple of differences there with my approach to the bar and and um, yeah bench um wasn't as strong as i thought i still got a pb so we got a five kilo pb on there 222.5 um missed my second attempt of it on on dip uh, dip in the bar but um i was a lot stronger about four or five weeks before the comp i ended up benching 200 for a triple and there was nothing i think i probably had like five or six of me that day so then i felt easy for like felt good for like a 230-235 but i started getting quite a bit of pain in the last four weeks and it slowed my bench down a lot and ended up changing um ended up changing the way i descend and the bench press so i ended up having this little pause halfway through where my bicep used to kind of ca- kind of catch on me and then i'd stop pause and then continue my lift Um, and then I couldn't even after the pain gone I couldn't seem to my body couldn't seem to break that habit Um, which then made my bench a lot weaker and I'm losing a lot of tightness out at the bottom and so I lost a lot of my back strength and stability Um, deadlifts suck (laughs) Um, I like deadlifts but I just can't deadlift Um, so I end up Getting a bicep tear, very minor though, and it explained why um, why I couldn't seem to hold onto the bar, and so every time I'd lock it out, but I couldn't just stand there long enough with my hand. Didn't tear my skin, it just weakness, weakness in the hand. Um, yeah, I ended up ended up ended on a uh, 850 total, which is about a still PB 42 and a half kilo total PB. Uh, yeah. Next question.
1: So that was your first comp in a while. Mm-hmm. So how did it feel? Did you have any nerves about? Like, I know you said you didn't think about it till the day of, but were there any apprehensions that it's been a while since your last comp? Did no, go this I'm
2: one? pretty confident at competing. Um, it's just doesn't again like it doesn't hit me till the day. Um, and then you feel nervous about. Oh, I'm gonna am I gonna fuck this up after doing six months of prep you know Um, but I didn't competed before till I think it was like I've done a few comps like my last best comp was in nationals nationals 2014 Um, I totaled 800 800 in the 110s Um, and then um, I kept sustaining injuries uh, before coming to every comp since then Got a chance on the platform in September at uh, Spring Cup. I totaled 760 on a shitty prep. Um, still won overall, but um, then I don't think I tried. It. I don't think I tried to put a prep together last year, did I? No. That
1: Spring
2: Cup I think was the last one No. So I think what I was worried about is actually. Nationals. Uh, Nationals, yeah, it wasn't the best prep either. Wasn't the best prep, so I ended up tailing 8.07. Again, you're still much better prep than other preps in the past where I would get injured and you know I had just a lot more pains and niggles that slowed my training right down. They almost tore my pec, or had a pec minor, very minor pec tear, which then I lost a lot of my bench. Um, um, Missed my third. I had problems with depth so I figured out more problems that I needed to work on um, you know being unsure with the heavier weight you know you don't things changed um, and this is the first comp I did where I actually feel confident at making the progression where I should have been where I should be and picked up some more problems with deadlifts so just gives me something to work on for the next 12 months but I'm a lot more confident now in coming back into competing um, I'm keen to um, make a good comeback to where I was, to where I was back in 2014 when I was doing really well.
1: So you brought up that you've identified some more weaknesses with the dentist so what's your plan to try and rectify some of those issues?
2: Um, I'm still going to seek more advice on this. Um, definitely, at the moment, I need to work on this on the accessory movements that are going to help my lockouts. I'm doing, started doing um, I started doing some uh, safety bar squats and gonna do a lot more posterior work. Good mornings for now. Um, Cause there's still other ones like I still can't seem to grip the bar even. Um, still can't seem to grip the bar even after, even if I don't sustain an injury um, with my bicep. So um, I'm looking to come in with a Hopefully come into Pro Raw 11 with a coach for the first time in a long time. I haven't had a coach since, well, 2014 Nationals. Um, I've been doing it all myself. So hopefully someone has something out there for me to work on. But again, I'm going to strengthen all of the muscle groups and that I generally do, and I know in the past that I do much better with, and you know, I hadn't done it in a long time, and maybe I should just give it a go, um, probably is um i actually do better with very low volume deadlifts and just a lot of accessories uh, coming into it yeah two more questions um any is it too early to say now is there any ideas of coaches that you
1: would be looking at or don't want to say too much
2: at the moment or i'm not 100 percent sure i had a few ideas i might um um Thinking maybe the Russian coach might be one, but I've been doing a lot of their style of training for a long time, so maybe try try an American coach. Um, but we'll see. Not sure yet. One more. <laughs> Something <laughs> um Well, the only thing is, then what's your plans then? So all these guys of yeah. us, and
1: what's their plan for Pro Raw Eleven? So what's what's your plan for the next year? Yeah.
2: Um, well, I think I'm thinking i probably going to do the push-pull comp with Bo so I can focus on, just focus on my deadlift. Um, because that's my only weak point. If I can get my deadlift up, I can get 900. I'm really confident with the other two lifts and I really know what kind of prep I need to get them up or even be happy with the same numbers at uh, maybe in the 125s. Um, but, you know, if I can get that deadlift up, I feel I can be quite can be quite competitive in the 125s. Um, so, that's my main plan. My whole, whole focus for the year is going to be deadlifts, just deadlifts, Not I don't
1: know. a squat? I still want <laughs> a I still want
2: 400, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit more sensible now to a bit of thinking, but I still want that 400 squat Yeah. and I think I can, I think I can get it in maybe a year or two, years are very optimistic. Yeah.
4: Deadlift three times a day, uh, three times a week, sorry. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that would be the plan to do multiple, multiple sessions. All um, right, so, cool. All right, we'll move on to um, the topic Topic of the day.
0: To submit, listen, and mail for questions to be answered on our podcast, then email me or gus at musclenerd.com.au. If you're interested in visiting our facility, Lifters League, or to get one-on-one coaching, programming, and nutrition plans from our team, then contact us via our website www.liftersleague.com.au or email info at liftersleague.com.au and one of our staff will be in touch. Or if you're not a local, we have an in-house online coaching team where we all work together to get you to your performance and body composition goals. Simply visit my website, www.musclenode.com.au or email me, gus at musclenode.com.au and I will be in touch to see how we can help you. Topic of the day. So moving to the topic of the day.
2: <coughs> Good. So we're gonna go over Gonna go over uh, uh, attempt, attempt selections, and the importance of attempt selections. And if you guys have anything to put in, just speak up. Um, so it's uh, att- um, being good at attempt selections is part of the game of powerlifting. And I've always, for every other pro row one, of other athletes, um, it has always come down to very strategic attempt selection. The athlete themselves had might not have been the strongest, or definitely haven't been the strongest, and there were definitely other athletes who were stronger. Um, But it became to very strategic attempt selections. Um, It comes about, you know, first of all, having someone else being objective with your numbers rather than acting emotional, leaving the athlete's ego aside and letting the athlete, um, letting the uh, coach make the decision um leaving your ego side you focus on what's important which is maximizing your total so it is not worth trying to go for that number that you might have been thinking about for the last for the last um you know 6 months and maybe go for something even smaller but able to gain you know that 5 or 10 kilo lead on the deadlift or even you
4: know.
1: just like you said be prepared to make changes on the day if it's not there as well
2: yeah yeah there's one reason why we start with a a very easy opener which i'll go into soon um so a lot of my methods i've derived from first off just many years of experience um with uh all my other athletes that have uh, won competitions um it's very similar a little similar to what we used to do at ptc the old ptc brisbane when it was just a very small team we used to be famous for being very good at competing. Um, uh, but that's, 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 we've um, outgrown that one now. And I've taken also a lot of methods from what the Russians do. Um, if you watch what they do, and there was a bit of a statistical analysis done on the you know, best lifters, you know, Russian lifters and IPF lifters, where they, uh, most of people's open opening attempt were about 88% of their max. Um, so with those numbers in mind, I generally work their opening between you know 88 and 92%, depending on the individual and what the goals are. And they all ver- it always varies, you know. Um you know, we started Bo just to be probably a tad higher, only because we first off confident that she's a very competent lifter and know she'll hit her bigger opener. But to get the most out of her. Uh, to maximise her total, um, like actual, actually pushing max effort. Um. But even
1: the her in comp, like in comp prep here in the gym, and the numbers she was lifting, you could easily see they weren't like almost not that they weren't true runner rms but you know most most athletes at the percentages you were getting, you can see they're starting to get to their their point where there's no there's no more after that. But even your triples at 90, percent were looking yeah. like you know way too easy for 90%
2: in other words yeah and that'll come into what I was going to talk about a bit, little bit later about testing um, on how we should test but um, so the goal of each attempt um, so with opener the, the focus the, the number one goal with an opener is uh, getting a nu- getting the number on the board <laughs> and, um, is
1: getting the number on the board and
2: <laughs> Obviously, joking. <laughs> um, so getting a uh, getting a peep, getting a PB, pee- <laughs> getting a um, getting a number on the board. Um, too many people in this comp bombed, and if you don't, if you have a two-over opener, you can't drop. You can't drop your attempt. Um, you can't uh, drop to a lower attempt. So um, you end up bombing and not putting the total together at all. The second attempt is normally based off what we did in the gym about you know, two to three weeks earlier. And when I'm in the gym testing, we're generally looking for second attempts. So we'll get something that slows down, but it's not a grinder. And based off that number, I can work out how much more. I can only predict, it's only predictable to, to jump about anywhere between 10 and 20 kilos. Anything more than that, I have to know a bit about the lifter. So for me to take some of the bigger jumps with Bo, um, it was all based off what we did in the gym. So I knew when it came to deadlift, I could jump straight to 247 when her best was only 235 in the gym. Um, purely based off that. When I looked at that in the gym, I knew she had another 10, 15 kilos in her. Um so I could just purely base that off what she did did in the gym, um, and again, it was one of those attempts she had no choice to do um, in terms of position. Her position herself right in the comp, um, but second attempt is no more than a just, either just below PB, equal PB, or small PB. I generally wouldn't go too much more than that because there's no point in risking. If you know they got a, they done two ten and it was relatively okay, then you know you pr- they probably got another five kilos more, and your best safely locking in that um, five kilo gain rather than trying to gamble, you know, a ten to fifteen kilo gain, and um, putting up a smaller total if you actually miss. Um, the ability to have that third attempt then gives you the ability to you have a greater range of predictability. So if you move up five or 10 kilos in the second, then it's easy to predict another you know, 10 to 20 kilos on top of that. So you've just um, opened a greater range of predicting on what a lifter can do. Now the ability to predict it, predict it is based off experience, it's purely experience. Um, there's a couple of rules I made for myself, but those rules won't work if you still don't understand what to see. Um, and the percentages are just based off, um, the percentages I might choose are just based off first off the experience of the lifter and their relative, their relative numbers. Um, where, you know, for example, you know, 10% gain on a, on a, on a 255 deadlift compared to a female that benches 50 kilos, can't make a 12 kilo jump. on the, third, on the third attempt, you have the ability to... Third, third attempt for deadlifts. Well, third attempt for everything. Um, it's about still max... For squat and bench, it's about, again, maximizing your total. Put in something that you're guaranteed to get, not something that you want to um, gamble with because you feel like having that PB or you feel like you might have it. Put in because you know you have your third. Um, deadlifts is different. Deadlifts you will take a gamble, um, but the gamble, the payoff for that gamble is winning. Um, so you have the ability to change your attempt twice on the second attempt and three times on the third attempt for deadlift. Um, I have, So we'll go run through what I did with Bo, I ended up having to use most of my attempts, attempt changes. Um, so for the second attempt, we did a change once as we were trying to position ourselves in second place based off what another lifter did. So another lifter attempted their second, put in their third. We attempted to beat that third to place, to lock in second place. Um, After that, for the third attempt, we had to put in what would beat Cleo if she got her third attempt. Because she was lifting (coughs) ahead of us, we had to predict forward, which is a lot harder to do. Um, And so Bo had to pull two, 262.5 to, for the win, if Cleo got it. And the best outcome, we got the best outcome. So well, there were two more other outcomes. So the other outcome is that Cleo hits it. She has to hit 262.5. Um, Cleo misses it. And then, uh, what was the other chick's name, came third? Cheryl. Cheryl um, got her third. She got her third. We would have lost second place, so got down to third. Um, so then that just means you have to have got 262 to take first. Otherwise it would have been third. Cause then I would have liked to have the best second outcome would have been second. Um, but we had the best of all. So, uh, Cheryl missed it third, Cleo missed it third. And then we were only able to drop down to 255, which was a, uh, a five kilo. I only need to win by two and a half. I only needed to win by two and a half, but we could only change down to five from five kilos out because we can't drop the bar lower than what's on the bar. So she had 255, so we could only match it to 255. Um, um, okay, another thing to consider with uh, lifters is their level of competency. So you're beginning to advance lifters. Advanced lifters have a much higher, greater, have a much greater level of predictability. Um, and I've gotten caught myself up sometimes where I might be training a lot of, you know, um, coaching someone at pro raw, and then I might go to another comp um, for a beginner, and still be in that same mind frame. But uh, the a beginner lifter breaks down a lot easier. So from their first to from their first to third attempt, always looks very different. So if they start to struggle, you can assume that it will exponentially increase in of it struggling. Where an advanced lifter like Bo or Pip, um, it's probably going to be identical and you can probably still take the risk of taking that bigger jump. You have a, basically a very clean slate on, on being predicted, if I say it looks like you got 15 kilos, but for a beginner lifter, you know, a lot of variables could happen where they might lose tightness and knees might come in or something, which then really they only had five kilos left in them. Um, so you can tell the difference between an advanced lift and beginner lifter by their, comparing their first and third attempt. Their first, uh, for an advanced lifter, first and third look exactly the same. For a beginner lifter, they look completely different. Um, the, another difference, so if I go through all three attempts, so opener, the, the, the goal for an opener, for a beginner lifter would be something, would be generally very easy. It goes far down. as 85, 88 to 85%. We're in advanced lifter. It'd be anywhere between 88 and 92%. That's just based off what I've picked for people in the past. Uh, second attempt. Um, depending on the competency and uh, confidence of that of that lifter, you know, it will either be. Uh, um, I think the same rules would apply. It's not that much different. But I wouldn't go for much of a PB and then try and go for a bigger PB in their third, but not as big as you could possibly predict because you have to understand that they break down quite easily. All right, so last thing, the psychology of testing. Um, uh, First off, when you're testing in the gym, um, it is best to not go for an absolute max grinder. You should be aiming anywhere between 95 and 105%. If it's been a long time, if you've had a long prep, you probably can get away with 105. And if numbers have been easier, you can probably get away with 105. But even then, I probably still didn't, I still didn't push 105% with these girls. We probably at most went a five kilo, a five kilo PB. Um, But that was still easy. That's because the uh, early attempt, um, we only aimed to go for a lift that maybe just slows down a little bit. Again, it allows us to know how much they really have in the tank. Going for an absolute max effort, we completely destroyed lifters' uh, confidence uh, coming into a competition. And then psychologically, they're going to have that barrier. Whether they whether they had more or not, they know they missed it in the gym. And it'll freak them out a lot more. So it is best to never, never miss an attempt um, when it comes into prep. Or never miss any numbers throughout all your training. Um, And then testing too close. This is more to do with peaking. I don't see the need to peak any, no more than two weeks, two weeks out unless it's a beginner. Um, Again, the amount of fatigue you're going going to get from it. And if it isn't a good day, if it isn't a good day in your week out, you're not gonna fix it in one week. Three, if you give yourself three or four weeks, this time, there's still some time. You can't, you know, it won't get much stronger, but there's time to address the issue. If you experience a lot of pain or you hurt yourself during testing, you have time to recover. And the risk of injury through max effort is very common. Um, uh, Kit hurt himself. I hurt myself. We remember we tested two hundred in the gym for Pip. She hurt herself. So why risk it? Why risk it? All right. Well, that. Um, does anyone else have anything? Do you want to put in before we finish up here? Yeah, no,
1: you covered it all.
2: Cool, all right, well that concludes our episode three of Muscle If you want more content, find our blog at www.liftersleague.com.au and read from our contributing authors. Or find my personal blog at www.musclenerd.com.au To see more into what we do, follow me and my team on social media for Facebook and Instagram. For me, search at Muscle Nerd. For Lifter's League, search at Lifter's League. For Pip, search at Pip Brown. For Leone, search at
4: Switchblade21.